0: You're listening to Nurses on Fire, the podcast for nurses, by nurses aspiring to financial independence. This is our weekly conversations with the CFP edition, where certified financial planners join us to have honest money conversations that guide nurses like you on their path to financial freedom. If you want to get your questions answered, make sure you head over to nursesonfirepodcast.com slash ask. To be featured in an upcoming episode. All right, Nurses on Fire, we are back talking about how to spend in a socially responsible way with our certified financial planner, Marie. Thompson and this time we're going to talk about something that's a little bit more challenging than what we talked about last time Even though that was a bit challenging, but it was the easiest of the options. This isn't the hardest. This isn't the easiest So this is the medium option. Hey Marie. Hello (laughs) Nice to be back Yes, yes, yes. nice having you back, and that was such a great conversation that we had talking about farmers' markets and buying food sustainably. so I hope people um, got something from that uh, and are able to go to the farmers' market like I <laughs> like myself <laughs> so, yeah
1: exactly it's it's progress, right? Like just one day at a time. <laughs> Yeah. So we talked about farmer's markets and we're basically going to move into an extension of that, which is shopping and spending your money at small businesses. And so when I'm talking about small businesses, I just want to clarify things because like the definition of small business by the small business administration is a company with 500 or less employees. All right. We don't care about 500 employee companies. What we're actually really talking about is your like micro and local businesses. So these are predominantly companies with between one and 10 employees. That is what we're talking about. And so a lot of statistics and sometimes it's hard to like break it apart. Talk about small businesses, 500 Employees, yes, it's small compared to Target, but it's still really big and they still have a lot more access to capital and resources. And I might add, so this is a statistic I looked up that I was like, it makes so much sense and it just aligns perfectly with this whole idea of sustainability and like spending according to your values. The smaller the company is, the more likely they are to represent the U.S. demographically. So companies, and and so this was on the SBA website, companies with like the 500 employees, you know, let's say between like 100 and 500 employees, they're still overwhelmingly owned and run by old white guys. Okay. The smaller the company it is, then you actually, you know, like you approach for, you know, 10 employees or less, you are approaching the actual demographics of the United States. And so it's really easy in that sense to spend according to your values. If you just like, you don't have to worry about too much, but if you're just shopping at these like small micro businesses and entrepreneurs you are suddenly spending in a diverse way. Like, that's it. You know, it, and, and now that's not to say that that's entirely easy, right, to find them. But if we take the example of the farmer's market, this is one reason why actually going to a farmer's market is so huge because streets that have farmer's markets on them, like the stores nearby, they now of all of a sudden they get that exposure, right? Like it drives people actually getting out of their houses and and into local shops. Like you actually see the shop or you see the, the cute little restaurant, whatever it is. And so that cannot be understated. Small businesses, again, this is the, the 500 or less, provide half the, the US paycheck, half the GDP. They account for half the jobs in the United States. and. And yet Americans spend such, and I don't know exactly what the number is, but they spend way more money at these big box stores, on Amazon, anywhere else, but at these small businesses. And it's like, you know, you're really, we're ending up just shooting ourselves in the foot. And I think that right now with the pandemic as an example of what happens when you don't support local businesses and the livelihoods, you know, that are being ruined, it's really powerful and, and frankly, just disturbing. Right. We're both small businesses. Yes, we are. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we are both small businesses. And so, and here we are like, you know, like, look at us, we're approaching a a sample that is much more in line with, you know, what the U S is demographically, you know, age, ethnicity, all of these things. And that's, that's what you see when you work with, with, you know, people who are there like solopreneurs or, you know, selling some online services. This is why I, you know, like, so personally, I make it a point to, for every vendor or service to at the very least say like, I am going to interview at least one person of color or a woman or, and for that matter, like. And kind of even look outside those demographics. I think that, you know, we talk about it a lot, but what about somebody who's in recovery or somebody who's disabled or God forbid, somebody who's overweight, right? Like there's all these things that people are discriminated against for. And and so I think that it's important to, you know, to actually try to look beyond that. So I know we're going off on a little bit of a tangent, but I, I think that it's important because when we think about just where you spend your money and spending your money with a diversity of people you do that by spending with small businesses. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I like that. I really like that a lot. It's it's giving back into pouring back into your communities. People typically live where you live there, you know, so that's like the biggest way that you can give back and it's, again, a little bit more challenging than getting your two-day delivery from Amazon, which, you know, with the pandemic, hasn't been two days anyway, and I'm trying to get my refund or Prime, but... <laughs> You know, like it is pouring back and I do make it a point to try to shop locally too. But yeah, it's definitely, definitely challenging because it's just like, oh, well, that means that you have to, instead of having this marketplace of like everything that you need, you kind of have to source things here and there and everywhere. But again, tied back to the theme of this whole series, you get what you pay for, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So one example, I went to a pet store recently and I was looking for a little uh, watering fountain thing for my partner's cat. (laughs) This is a very precious cat. And so I was like, uh, so we found this little water fountain thing and I'm like, all right, it's 60 bucks. That seemed a little expensive to me. And we looked up online and it's on Amazon for 40. And he was like, Oh, well, we're going to like, maybe we should order it from Amazon. So the first thing I do is, is, I go to the person at the, at the register and I ask them, I was like, can we get a price match for Amazon? And she was like, no. <laughs> and my first thought was like, damn, right? Like, why not? why won't you price match? Cause a lot of places will do that, right? Like you go in and you show them your phone and they'll price match. And she's like, we can't afford it. We're a small business. And I was thinking to myself and I'm like, you're not that small. Like I'm in LA. They've got, I think they've got like four or five locations. And, and I went home and I kind of slept on it. And I thought, you know what? That is the Amazon tax. Right. Right. And so I was like, damn it, we're not going to buy the $40 one from Amazon. We're going to get the $60 one from this store because, and, and I think that it's, it's hard. It's, you know, like it's probably that $20 is all of their profit.
0: But the thing is, yeah, Marie, like that's a total luxury too, though. Yeah. Well, I mean like buying a, a cat, a water fountain, number one, that's a luxury. Okay. So let's just go there. But then number two, like that's a luxury to be able to pay a $20 difference on just an item period. But, but I think a lot of us have that luxury to do what matters and that's, what's important. And so I, that's like the the juggle that we have in our heads, do what's right. Or do what's cheap and convenient.
1: Yeah. And you know, I mean, everybody has a different idea of luxury. Like, I I've got an old car and I'm gonna have an old car for a long time, right? Like we all have priorities about where we, you know, put our money and spend it. And I think that overall, especially if you're worried about what's gonna happen to our planet or just the well being of the people on our planet, materialism has to decline. It just it just has to, especially in the United States. So just buying less stuff, period, is the first thing. And being more thoughtful about it, secondly, is the second. So we actually ended up not buying that water fountain because I didn't I didn't even like it. I was like, I still think it's kind of ugly. <laughs> and so it was like, you know what, I looked online And I saw one that was really pretty on Etsy, but it was like insanely expensive. And I said, you know what, maybe that's something that down the line we invest in one that I'm like, oh, it looks more like a decoration than, you know, like a fancy cap, you know, like water bowl. And then I'll be happy about that. And then you're even buying from Etsy. But, you know, like more to the point. Thinking through what we're purchasing period the less you purchase the more you're able to actually spend a little bit more money on the things that you're buying Right, like this is the the quality over quantity But but it's really hard to do though to make that choice when it's still the same thing from China that you're buying at your local store or Amazon and There's a 25% difference in price So You know, to me, it's worth the luxury, maybe not of buying the cat fountain, but it's to me, I I just call it the Amazon tax. Like, do you want Amazon to own, you know, retail trade in the United States or not? Like, they're just buying up everything. And so you're going to have to pay more at the end of the day.
0: Yep. (laughs) I definitely don't want Amazon controlling all the retail. No, thank you. Because then once they control it, it's not going to be so cheap anymore. Like, that's what people don't understand. They're going to monopolize it and it's going to be expensive. And then we don't have that competition that drives the prices down or that controls the prices, you know, so.
1: Exactly. Like, what happened to Blockbuster? What happened to Barnes and Nobles, you know? Poor
0: Blockbuster.
1: <laughs> I know, I know, poor Blockbuster. But Barnes and Nobles, like, they're gone. And guess who's moving into their locations?
0: Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, girl. Physical locations. Physical locations. Yes, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, you know, like, and, and it's just, it, it's not though, it's not that it's like Netflix taking out Blockbuster. It's Amazon taking out everyone. Yeah, you know, Amazon, Walmart, Target, like they're taking out everybody. And Amazon, I think, you know, obviously, Walmart is is moving into that game. But Amazon was first to it. And and they're, they're going for supply chain, like that's why they moved into the grocery industry. They want the the stuff that you can't live without. And so, you know, they started with books, but it's A to Z. It really is. It, it really is everything. Right. And so, so I looked at, I, I just looked this up and the average American spends about $1,500 a year around Christmas time on Christmas gifts. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money, right?
0: That's hella money. Yes.
1: And so what if, like, I'm just going to pose this as like a challenge. What if instead of spending your money at these big stores you bought a little bit less stuff and especially right now like one in five small businesses has already gone out of business like what is this going to look like in six months
0: yeah the
1: the average small business owner makes less than a hundred thousand a year in revenue not even like this is like before expenses so I would just challenge everyone, and I'm going to do this myself, no online shopping, to buy less presents, but to spend the money at local businesses.
0: Yeah, I think that that's a great challenge. I think that's an awesome challenge, especially now when we're like facing more shutdowns and like the country is kind of like not recovering the way that we thought it would like it would really benefit our local economies if we did that
1: yeah it would be absolutely huge if each and every one of us if you have the money to spend on christmas gifts right like it's again it's a huge luxury to even be able to do that so if you have that luxury then take the time because some people don't have the luxury So do it on behalf of the people, you know, who don't have that luxury and go out and like put that money back into our local communities.
0: Yes. I love it. I love it. Okay, guys. So you got the challenge. (laughs) I hope you respond with who's actually participating in that. But I think that it'll do a lot for, you know, your economy locally and just it's the right thing to do. So I hope you guys participate in that. Yeah,
1: it's the right thing to do. Like if you, you know, if you feel like you don't know what to do right now, there's so much anxiety in the world. Like this is one really impactful thing that you can do. Right. Like and we already know it, you know, like going out and supporting local restaurants and getting takeout from like the local Indian store and and whatever. But but even like find like the local handcrafted stuff right? Like the people making, you know, crazy expensive hats, right? But just be really thoughtful about it and put your money like right back into the the community where you live. I think that that would be even better is to say like, you know, like challenge yourself to actually buy it from like local merchants.
0: All right. Okay, Marie. So Next week, we're going to hit that hard button. We're excited about we're going to talk about next week. This is going to be a cliffhanger because I'm not going to even tell you. But it's still about spending, but we are going to tackle something major, right? Yes, we
1: are. Yes, we are.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I hope you guys join us next week when we talk about that hard button, this challenging button of how we can change our spending so that it can be socially responsible all right all right thanks again marie thank you we hope that you've enjoyed the episode and that you've learned something new to set you on your path to financial independence if you love this episode please share subscribe and leave a review on apple Podcasts. and if you want us to go over your financial situation or have your questions answered head on over to nurses on fire podcast slash ask and have us do an analysis of your individual financial situation and don't worry we'll keep you anonymous thank you for listening to my mommy podcast but don't forget to subscribe bye bye